Yes, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to whoever is listening to this fantastic knowledge bomb that I'm about to drop on you. Welcome to another episode of Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning. <clears throat> Hope you're having a lovely day. <sighs> Pretty lovely day here where I am. Clear skies, getting a bit cold now, it's getting to the end of September now. But it's still a, a lovely day, lovely day, lovely day. I just got paid... No, I just bumped in my head. I never get. I don't have paydays anymore. I've been self-employed for for four years. But hey ho, <clears throat> what's new? What's new? Got a few. Uh, got a few topics I wanted to talk about. If anyone knows me and they've got me on social or whatever, I've been sick for the last week, and um, <clears throat> and my missus tested positive for coronavirus. Yes, yes. All hell is going to break loose in the house. Please send the doctors, please send the coroner, because shit is going down. Um, no, obviously, I'm a believer that it's not as serious as that. It's just like any other flu. Um, it's obviously it's one of the least, one of the lowest mortality rates out of any of the viruses out there. But the media has blown it into a complete shitstorm. Now, I do know that vulnerable populations, and if you have an underlying health problem then obviously it can be devastating and i'm sorry if if it's been devastating for anyone that's listening to this but i feel like for the everyday person well i'm not everyday i'm a fucking superman um (laughs) gonna lose a few lose a few followers on that uh for the everyday person who's healthy and active um it's like another illness you're in bed for a day or two and then you're fine uh my missus was pretty badly ill she could barely sit up off the sofa for one day other than that little bit of a sore head, muscles a bit sore, and that was the same with me. So that is our that is our experience of COVID. And if you've been listening through these podcasts, you know I've been taking the piss out of it, saying it's fucking bullshit, baddy baddy bah. Apparently it's not well actually, apparently the tests are flawed. Um because it tests for an a coronavirus antibody and by definition a coronavirus antibody is something that's left in your body after you have a cold. So I think Technically, everyone has some coronavirus antibodies in your body. Otherwise, you're going to be sick soon. Anyway, that's a conspiracy theory for another day. But yes, I've been sick. Didn't do any work for a couple of days. <clears throat> Obviously, didn't train. Didn't feel that training. I've even you can probably hear it now. I'm still a little bit bunged up. Um, but it's led me on to oh, I just broke my pen. Fuck. What am I going to do? The world's going to go. The world's going to end. Um. Let me on to a couple of topics that I can ramble on about, and hopefully it's going to be useful to you, obviously, about being ill. Um, and then, obviously, I'm going to delve into like training when you're ill, and then another topic, going to delve into uh, training when you're injured and a few bits and bobs. And again, I have not planned this. I feel like it's be- a better chat if I if I reel it off the cuff. So, yes, I've got a few, a few bullet points in front of me, but literally I wrote them down couple of minutes ago because I don't want to have a fully planned prepared answer um I just want to reel off to you because that's what would happen in a conversation with me and I don't want to sound like I'm smarter than I am because I don't want to be a lying to anyone and um and telling someone something that I'm not (laughs) but yeah oh yeah one little thing literally as I was pressing record someone was text someone replied to a, a blog I wrote and then one of the topics was about swapping your coffees if you want to um cut down on calories uh people people seem to forget that liquids have calories in them beer is one of them everyone might a lot of people eat well monday to friday and then they just they disregard 
calories in, in beer. It's funny when people would measure something out, log everything on an app from Monday to Friday, and then come the weekend, they suddenly think this really tasty thing that gets you drunk does not have any calories in. And the same goes for, for your coffees. Now, black coffee is literally flavored water. Apparently, there's like two or three calories in a normal Americano. Um, however, frothy lattes, and I'm going to test myself in knowing the other types of coffee. What is there? Cappuccino? Cappuccino! Um, frothy lattes, I mean, flat whites, I don't know any other types, but basically, if you are getting three, four hundred mil of milk and a shot of coffee, then that is going to be a shit ton of useless calories. Um, especially if you're having maybe two a day, it could be like 200 calories in a fucking cup, in a cup that you're going to have in about 30 seconds and then completely forget and you wonder why you're can't lose any weight and wonder why your stomach's bloated and and you're taking lactose in and you feel shit an hour after every after every milky coffee but yeah if you want to cut down on the cows uh, make sure you're not having milky coffees um if you put the milk in for the taste uh ask yourself if you're having instant coffee because instant coffee is like fucking putting grit in your mouth and putting water in it's fucking gross however an actual nice coffee and again i don't mean a real ground coffee from shitty starbucks or fucking costa i mean an actual coffee place that gives a shit about the coffee they serve not a big chain go to one of these little edgy cafes uh normally a fucking organic one or something they have the best coffees because they source it well yes it might be 50p more expensive um, but uh, that's where you're going to get your, your best coffees and you probably won't need milk in it. Maybe a bit of sweetener, um, but you probably won't need milk in it. And I say sweetener, yes, instead of sugar. Obviously, your sugar's got a lot of sugar and it's going to spike your insulin a lot of calories. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm a fan of sweetener. Uh, one little pill the size of not even your finger now. Um, is not going to give you cancer, in my opinion. Obviously, if you have 10 of those a day... Oh, people are texting me. I need to uh, need to turn my phone off because it's distracting. Um, what was I going? Yeah, if you have an, a, a kilo of sweetener a day, I think that could be dangerous for you, but one sweetener in one coffee is not going to be good for you. So, training when you're sick, back on the original topic. So, yes, I used to be... a super hard nut, you know, fucking snuffly nose means nothing, you can always train, don't be a pussy, uh, that, that's how I used to think it, think people had to attack their life, obviously that was my views when I was 20 years old and young 20 year old, uh, immune system was stronger than the fucking world, um, but obviously it slows down and other things get in the way and a workout, what I, what I valued a workout back when I was 21, normal people do not value as much um and it's not as essential when you're when you're what i what i tend to do if i feel myself getting sick like you know there's always at least a day build up i will i will switch off all cylinders from then and i will start taking some herbal remedies and start caring about uh my, my immune system more than normal on the day or two before um if you feel yourself getting this sick and then you go and smash a crazy workout or then you go play a game of rugby, it's going to fuck you up for even longer. Whereas if you start then, and I don't mean taking a fucking Lemsip. If you're one of those people that thinks Lemsip is the world, then you're just an advertising sucker. Um, if you look at the ingredients on Lemsip, the ingredients are caffeine and ibuprofen. No, paracetamol. That is it. You're basically having a coffee and taking a Nurofen. 
just because it fucking tastes like lemon and they put it on every TV show with this woman with the sore nose like sniffing it in does not mean it's going to magic you out of any illness. It's paracetamol and coffee. Uh, and it's like about pound fifty a sachet and it's just the most biggest bullshit I've ever seen. Um, and people need to stop falling for, for health health marketing tricks. That's like if, people's, if people know the brand The Food Doctor, I've looked at it and there was Food Doctor bread, which I mean, yeah, had quite a few seeds on it, which might be, which will be beneficial. There's a few, a few minerals and micronutrients in there that are useful, but it was, ba- it was on white bread. This Food Doctor brand had white bread that was seedy. And I was like, people are fucking stupid. They see Food Doctor on the front and they're like, oh, it's going to be good for me. Oh, Sally, this is going to be great for me. I'm going to have my, my Food Doctor toast with uh, with Nutella and, uh, and the Food Doctor is going to come and look after me, Sally. Good one. It's just fucking stupid. The same goes with Nutella. Nutella try and tell you that they're healthy. They, they say on the advert, and you have two two hazelnuts and a serving of milk in every in every slice. It's like yeah, and you've got about sixteen kilos of sugar, and about fucking all this stupid shit in there that you don't need. Health marketing should be fucking illegal. Trading standards are like normally pretty good on lying. It's like on on kids cereals when they tell you it's a sort of source of vitamin D. Uh, oh yes, this is going to help your bones go strong. It's like fuck right off. Just because there's like. 0.01% of vitamin D in your Weeto does not mean it's healthy for kids. Um, protein Weetabix, look, it's got your protein in it. It's fucking bullshit. Just because there's like one gram more protein per serving and they put protein on the front, everyone's like, oh, that's good for you. I remember in my gym, the chef used to make protein cakes and literally it was like a normal cake, normal ingredients, and he'd put like three scoops of protein in, in the in the uh, mixture and he would label it as a protein cake whereas per serving you're getting about like one quarter of a scoop of a protein of a protein uh, of protein powder and then people are like oh they're coming out from the gym oh look it's protein cake I'm going to have some protein cake and it's going to be good for me because it's got protein on it fucking idiots yeah don't fall for health marketing where was I going with that I was going off, off topic oh yeah so training when you're ill Oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a mad tangent then. So training when you're sick. I think you should literally just fire all cylinders down. And not just training, with your work as well. It doesn't matter if you're running your own business, if you're a big CEO, you need to rest. You're going to prolong your sickness. You're going to be feeling like shitter for longer if you don't just take a step back. Um, I get that some people have compulsory things to do. Last week, um, I cancelled all my calls. Um, for the two days I felt bad, I did no work, but the, the day before and after that, I replied to a few messages, I spent a couple of hours at my laptop, just on my sofa, not obviously in proper work mode, just replying to a few messages, uh, and that's kind of easing in and out of it. I didn't do any training, I think yesterday I told myself I was going to train, obviously I'm in lockdown, so it's going to be a little home workout, um, but then by 6 o'clock, I did a whole day's work, from about 9am till 5pm, and I felt shit again, so I didn't do it. And you got to, as, as shitty as the advice is, you need to listen to your body. Um, I, I believe in forcing it from tiredness. Like, if you're a bit tired, like, you need a training partner. You should have a program ready. You should have a coach telling you you should do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, illness and sickness, you need to tone it down. Your body's overstressed at something. You've probably overworked. You might be training too much. 
I uh, am a big believer that over overtraining can easily happen. Um, I only do about three resistance training workouts, only about three gym workouts now. Uh, maybe because of a bit of convenience and also because I enjoy doing the park workouts and getting out on my bike now. I'm a, I'm a real dad now. Got the dad bod going. Um, yeah, when you're ill, don't train, don't work, just chillax. Have some herbal remedies. My mum's favourite is ginger, lemon, garlic, and turmeric and honey. It's all the goodness in there, all the gains, and it's saved me. Oh, I've not timed this well. I've got to talk to a client in 10 minutes. Let's try and uh, let's try and keep going. All right, training when you're injured. Oh, that's going to be a big topic. I'm going to talk a lot for that. All right, so training when you're injured. Again, you need to assess the injury. If you slip a disc like I did in in uh, Britain's Strongest Man 2016, I cannot do anything for at least a week. I was limping. I felt terrible. Any movement was 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 dreadful on my whole body. So you can't do it. However, at another competition a few years ago, I ripped the callus on my hands. And obviously a part of my hand was, was not, not usable, but the rest of my body was fine. And I would do a completely normal workout, anything that did not involve gripping. So all the lower body was fine. Um, in fact, pushing was okay because I could place the bar in the palm of my hands with an open palm. Yes, it was dangerous, but basically I needed to get those gains in. Uh, and you just need to assess your injury. If you pull your hamstring on a Tuesday uh, and you want to play on the Sunday and the Saturday, then yeah, obviously you would rest your lower body. You wouldn't go to training on the Thursday. However, you could go and do some upper body on Wednesday and maybe Thursday. Um, <clears throat> and you just need to assess assess that injury and assess assess how much it is to you. Uh, in season, it is hard to take a rest. And obviously, as you all know, you'll be getting a few knocks during the season. <laughs> Um, but it's just about managing your injury. If you break one finger, yes, you can't play rugby, but you can fucking smash the iron until your finger's better. Um, and you just need to kind of assess assess what that injury is for you. What can you do and what can't you do? <clears throat> and then just sort of slowly return it in and get a sports physio. Or your, your, your rugby club should have a physio, to be fair. But get someone who <clears throat> knows you want to play sport because they're going to push you and they're going to know that a little bit of pain, like a one or two out of, pa- out of ten in pain in your shoulder when you're doing something is bearable. And that's going to help your rehab. As opposed to a GP who's going to go, oh, we'll take some paracetamol and, and, and stay at home because that's the best thing for everyone. <clears throat> As you can tell, I don't really like the standard medical advice these days. Anyway, what's that? <clears throat> that was quick. I thought I was going to ramble, but it's not. Training when you're, training when you're injured, assess the injury and do whatever you can. Burning belly fat. Now, this is a topic I had from the guys in my current challenge, and it is a current topic. Feeling the burn is not fat burning from your body. Now, these guys said, look, I've lost a bit of weight, but I've still got a bit around my stomach. What can I do, Regan? And then before my, my I could reply with my bountiful wisdom, uh, a few guys have said, yeah, do some uh, bicycle sit-ups, do some windshield wipers, do some leg raises. That really that really burns the fat in that area. And I hate to show people up and tell people they're wrong, but I had to say respectfully, lads, that is incorrect because you cannot burn belly fat in one area. Sorry, you cannot burn fat in one area. You need to burn it across your whole body. And most of the guys listening to this 
have excess body fat around their stomach, around their love handles, which is why they come to me for help. Uh, you need to lose it everywhere. I, I am the same. Year round, if I have a top on, I look wicked. Arms sticking out, chest and shoulders large enough. Um, if I'm not dieting, if I'm not looking after me, I might have a, a bit of a gut, like, or by, by gut, I know I talk it down. Like I'd still have some visible abs, but it would be a bit of a gut for me. Uh, and then if I diet for a month or two and it would go and I would have better, better abs. And, and the same goes for, for you if you're listening. Um, if you are at a stage now where your body fat percentage is quite high, you know you're a few stone overweight. Um, <clears throat> if you lose a few stone, there's still going to be a bit there around your stomach. I tell the guys when they come to me, if they're in their 40s and they want to train and one of their first messages is, I want to see, I want to have a six pack again, I have to kind of, bring down their goals because a lot of them say yeah i had a six pack when i was 18 and i want to get down to the same weight and i have to tell them look gavin don't know why it's called gavin now i just really released an article on linkedin about gavin so maybe that's why it's in my head listen gavin you're not going to look the same as when you're 18 okay there's always going to be a tiny bit around the waist but we can look after the rest of it we can get you feeling better we can get you as close as we can but if you do want to get visible abs you're going to have to not drink for six months you're gonna to have to not have a social life for six months you can have no energy for your missus and your kids for six months um also you could have visible abs to, to to tick off that ego box um so i have to kind of uh <clears throat> tell these guys re reassess what their goals are um because uh sometimes it's not not feasible it's just is it worth it is the payoff worth it I have a lot of photos that I put up and back when I was competing in strongman and a personal trainer, I had a boring, boring life. I'd have the same meals every day, literally for years. Um, I would not drink for months on end. Uh, I would miss all types of events and stuff for just, just to train. And it was a very boring, boring life. Um, but it, it made me look that way. And obviously people believe in me now and it's helped me business-wise and it's helped my life. But, but I, I tell people that's that's pretty unattainable unless you're a PT and you train for two hours a day and you fucking monitor every single calorie that you have for years. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that is, it's, let's target the goals there. What was I going? Yeah. So burning belly fat. So you can target muscle growth. If I want my arms to look better, I can do some arm training and within, within a month or two, you should see some muscular difference as long as you're eating the right food and resting the right amount. Um, but you need to lose body fat everywhere. And a lot of guys, another topic guys tell me, oh, I'm getting tight on time here. Another topic guys tell me is, I don't want to lose too much weight because I want to keep my size. And it's quite a hard concept to get over. But when you when you lose body fat, you look, you look bigger with your... Okay, so when you're heavier, you look bigger with a shirt on, okay? When you lose body fat, the t-shirt might be a bit baggy, but you look bigger with your t-shirt off because you can see the lines on your shoulders, the lines on your chest, your abs stick out, uh, veins are popping out everywhere. So as you lose body fat, yes, your overall size is less, but you look bigger. I remember when I hadn't seen a friend for a while, uh, I was dieting for a competition and they would take the mick out of me, oh, you look skinny, your t-shirts are, t-shirts are um, baggy. Um, but then with my shirt off, I had a stupid eight pack and I was had veins everywhere and, and you could see every single muscle under my skin. Um, some people told me that I looked better with my clothes on when I was bigger, obviously, because my everything would stick up against my shirt. Um, <clears throat> but obviously I was training for strongman. I needed to get 
under a weight category. Um, and that is what I needed to do. So what was I going? Yeah, you can't target one area for burning fat. You need to lose it everywhere. And how do you do that? You monitor your calories, you exercise daily. It doesn't have to be a mega sesh, but just be active daily, walk to work, cycle to work, use the stairs, walk the dog, do a couple of workouts a week. You probably have two training sessions with rugby, probably do two gym sessions on your own. And slowly the body fat is gonna drop down everywhere. And, um, and it will drop down also around your stomach. So you can you can do a plank for two hours a day. If you're eating two pizzas a day, your belly is not going to drop down. Did I have any more topics I was going to ramble on about? I don't think so. Oh, returning to training after an injury. Uh, Ed, if you're listening to this, I'm meant to call you in two minutes. I might be a bit late. Um, returning to training. So what I normally do... Uh, I'm feeling okay now. I'm not going to do anything to failure because the burn is going to kill and my delayed onset of muscle soreness, so your your muscle soreness is going to be massive. If I, if I thrash myself today, I'm going to be in pieces for four days and I won't be able to train, which has a negative effect on my overall goal, which is getting back in the gym. However, if I do a moderate to hard workout today, I'll be a little bit sore. If I, again, the next day do a moderate to hard workout on a different part of my body, then I'll be a little bit sore. And then on the third day, if I go back to the, 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 the body part that I trained on the first day, then I'll go a little bit harder, not complete to failure. Uh, and then again, the next day I'll do the lower body. And I think as it's Tuesday now, that'll leave me to the weekend. I'll probably do what I normally do and have the weekend off. And then from next week, I will hit it as hard as I can. So I always do a a week to sort of slide into it, slide into the training, just like you slide into her DMs. Because um, that is going to how you're going to have effective. Let's say if I absolutely killed myself today, I would be sore until Friday. And then obviously because of routine, I probably wouldn't train on the weekend. I've only done one moderate work, one workout before I actually hit the gym full pail. Whereas if I do what I just said, I've had four moderate to hard workouts my body's going to be ready. I would have eased into it and then I can smash it from Monday. Anyway, hope that's been useful. I keep getting a few messages that people are listening to these, so I'm going to bosh them out. I missed it last week because I was sick. Um, but hopefully I've hit you up this week with some sick info. Look, that was fucking, that was sick. I should be the next Eminem. No, I just used sick three times. I can't be a rapper like that. Anyway, if it's been useful, let me know. Um, if you have any questions, drop me an email, message me on the gram, on Facebook, whatever. Um, if you have any questions you want me to delve into, send me a message. I actually haven't done any requests yet. Let's see if people send me requests. But yeah, that's it from me. I need to call a client. I'm late. Uh, have a good day. Ta-da.